Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Today's great quote in franchising is being brought to you by... Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems, which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews many years now, and during that time we've had some incredible quotes on our show. Today you're going to get to hear from Nick Friedman, who is the founder of College Hunks Hauling and Junk and Moving Franchise Opportunity, and Nick said something really quite brilliant on our show that we haven't heard in over a decade of doing Franchise Interviews. We started speaking about the four F's of franchising, and interesting enough, we ended up with five F's of franchising as we were doing the interview with Nick. And, um, you know, in marketing, we talk about the four P's of marketing, which is product, price, promotion, and place. So I thought this was really brilliant, what Nick said. So here we go with Nick Friedman, the founder of College Hunks Hauling and Junk Moving Franchise Opportunity. What um, you know, the majority of our listeners, we call them Nick. We call them aspiring franchisepreneurs. What types of characteristics do you look for in your franchisees? You know, uh, what I like to say is there's four F's when considering mm-hmm. a, a franchise, which is also I guess starts with a letter F. So you know, there's mm-hmm. four F's that come out of a franchise, and I think this is what a prospective franchise should think of when they're considering what franchise they want to pursue. And this is quite frankly, I think what franchisors should consider when they're evaluating a prospective franchisee. Uh, so right. the first F is fit. Is fit. You know, do they mm-hmm. fit? In other words, do they have transferable skills that can make them effective at this business? Have they done anything in their prior professional uh, or personal lives uh, that would make them uh, be successful in this type of business? 
Uh, the second piece is the family side. In other words, does their family uh, support them in them pursuing this endeavor, right. whether it's their husband or wife or uh, uh, kids or, or parents? You know, do they believe in them? Because you don't want things to get tough in their inner circle to say, I told you so. You want them to you know, right. kind of cheer them on to get through it. Uh, the financial piece is important. In other words, are they capitalized yeah. to be able to invest in the opportunity, and do they have realistic uh, financial expectations? And then the last F is the fun factor. You know, can we have fun working with this individual? You know, franchising yeah. very much like a partnership, even though that's not typically called that. Uh, so it, you got to have you know a, an alignment of vision and values to be able to enjoy. Uh, working together. So that's really what we look for. You know, we, we want people that believe in the secret sauce that we've already developed. Mm -hmm. We don't want somebody to come tell us that they think it should be done differently. Uh, we want them to tell us that they believe in, 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 in what we've created. And, and sure, we would, you know, want to continuously improve and encourage ideas, but uh, not, you know, we want folks that believe in the system and are going to execute the system rather than trying to shortcut success by doing it, uh, you know, doing it their own way. And I think that's, you know, really no different in our system than any other franchise uh, uh, model that, that is uh, is going to be successful long term. They need to really take into account those factors. Yeah, no, that's great, Nick. We have this uh, great quotes in franchising podcasts. Anytime we hear, you know, Michael Gerber has been in there a couple times, but we're going to put that one in there because I haven't heard that in, in, in over a decade, and I, I, I think that's great advice to our listeners. It's really fantastic because it's true. I mean, you could really your business you could teach to anybody, couldn't you? I mean, pretty much, you know. It, but you know, it's interesting in putting those factors in there. You know, like family support. You know, and even at fun, I haven't heard that. You know, but it should be an enjoyable business. And you know, because it is a stressful situation for the customers, I guess you got to be able to put a smile on your customer's face, don't you? Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, you know, as you know, there's over three thousand franchise opportunities out there. So, mm -hmm. you know, what's going to separate one from the other? It's, it's got to be something that you can enjoy. And I guess I'll grab another F out of there. I'm, I'm on a roll here. Fulfillment. You know, is, is it something that yes. uh, you know we're going to be fulfilled doing day in and day out? Because I think franchising is a lot, a lot like a gym membership. You know, if you join a gym, you've got fitness yeah. goals. You're getting access to all types right. of equipment, personal trainers, coaches, workout groups, but you still got to go and show up and do the work. So if you buy a franchise, you're getting access to the business model in a box. You're getting access to trainers, coaches, you know, fellow franchisees that you can you know hold each other accountable with, but you still got to show up and put in the effort to uh, to execute that business model. So uh, that's where I think those those factors come into play. Once you decide that you know you do like them. You know, and they like you, Nick, you know, and, and there is a fit, you know, what is the training like? I mean, do they typically come to Florida for training? How does that work? If you'd like to hear that whole interview with Nick Freeman of the College Hunks Hauling and Junk Moving Franchise Opportunity, all you have to do is go to FranchiseInterviews.com, go to our Franchise Interviews by Category page, and then go to our Home Repair and Improvements page, and you'll be able to listen to that whole show with Nick Freeman. It was really a fantastic interview. It's great to finally have... Love Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and I can't start today's show without talking about the ISO 10002. You know, some people just love to complain, but companies have a responsibility to care. The International Organization for Standardization, ISO, has revised ISO 10002, the standard for complaint handling. This document enables organizations to foster a customer-focused environment, open the feedback, heightening their customer satisfaction. You can get the ISO 10002, Standard from the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, U.S. member body of ISO. Visit ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. That's ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. 
You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 11 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with John O'Brien of Poolworks. And founded in 1992, Poolworks is one of the world's largest pool and hot tub spa maintenance providers. Their United States operations are headquartered in their 10,000-square-foot state-of-the-art training facility and support center in Dallas, Texas. We're going to talk to John about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity. Are you looking for a unique and lucrative franchise opportunity? If so... Take a look at Stone Coat. With a patented process which creates a true stone finish on almost any wall or ceiling, Stone Coat is a true game-changing product in the multi-billion dollar construction industry. Stone Coat is applied faster, cleaner, and cheaper than conventional quarried stone, which saves both time and money. With advantages in remodel and new construction of both residential and commercial projects, Stone Coat is a true crossover product. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity provides a low startup cost, low operating expenses, comprehensive training, ongoing support, and no royalty payments. For more information on the Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity, go to www.stonecoatfranchise.com. That's www.stonecoatfranchise.com or call us at 972-380-2700. That's 972-380-2700. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews. We're for over 11 years now. We've been asking the franchipreneurs one one I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with John O'Brien of Poolworks. And founded in 1992, Poolworks is the world's largest pool and hot tub spa maintenance providers. Their United States operations are headquartered in their 10,000-square-foot state-of-the-art training facility and support center in Dallas, Texas. Hi, John. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hi, Marty. Thanks very much. A pleasure to be on. Uh, This is my pleasure, John. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from today, John? I'm actually calling from our U.S. headquarters here in, uh, in downtown Dallas. Oh, fantastic! You know, it's it's interesting. I I don't know if you heard our tagline, John, but we always, you know, we started this show twelve years ago, and we said, you know, our, our, we're in Eastern Pennsylvania, and we said, you know, the show is really it's not just national, it's it's global. So we said all the way to Sydney, Australia, you know, and and I know you have some roots in Australia, don't you? 
Uh, what is my North Texas accent a dead giveaway? <laughs> <laughs> That's through research, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, we uh, we founded the company in uh, in Brisbane, Australia, in in 1992, and uh, uh, made it the the biggest uh, uh, franchise in the pool industry in uh, in Australia and New Zealand, and brought it to the U.S. about three and a half years ago. That's fantastic, and you know, you say 1992, it, it probably you know, it seems like yesterday to you, John, but, you know, 1992, that's a long time ago. You know, I mean, the company has been in business 25 years now, you know, 25 plus, you know, I, that's a milestone, isn't it? You know, I mean, we haven't, you know, as long as we've been doing the show, we haven't had a lot of franchises or, you know, even organizations that have been in business that long. So, I mean, at 25 years is a milestone, isn't it? Yeah, look, we've got our uh, got a big celebration at our convention in Fiji in the South Pacific this year, a 25-year celebration. So, uh uh, yeah, we're all looking forward to that. We've got over 500 people going, so uh, it'll be a big party. Right. Uh, it is, a, and it is a milestone. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, and it's all been under under one ownership too. The whole the whole journey. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of franchise groups today where uh, you know eventually the the founder uh, cashes in and moves on. But uh, you know, I've, I've loved every every minute minute of it. Sure, of course. Maybe you could walk us through uh, the, the Poolworks concept, John. You know, and, and how did the brand get its start? I thought it was an interesting story. Yeah. yeah, look, um, I'm, I'm a career franchise guy. Straight out of college, I, I went into international corporate and, uh, and found myself um, you know, managing franchises for, for a global corporate and uh, got into my own business uh, a little bit later on in my 30s. But um, I, I sold out of my various interests and I traveled the world looking for a disorganized industry because mm-hmm. that's what franchising does. But organizers right. disorganized industries and and they're hard to find and uh, I was in California and I saw a beat-up old pool truck with no signs and a surfboard and a pool pole hanging out the back <laughs> and I thought That's that great. truck leaking oil is going to expensive homes so we put two and two together and we found that there was virtually no franchising in the pool industry globally and uh, and we got started that's fantastic. What was it about franchising, John? You know, because you were you know, young at the time. You know, I mean, what was it that you know that you liked about franchising? Yeah, look, um, I uh, finished law school, and law wasn't for mm-hmm. me, and, uh, and and tried various things as we all do uh, out of college right. and uh, 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 five star hotels, corporate, uh, etc. But uh, when I got the tap on the shoulder at twenty five in corporate to go and manage a uh, 404 or turn 440 uh, vendors into franchisees. I immediately right. fell in love with the idea that uh, two things: one, um, love the idea of finding best practice in small business and putting that into mm-hmm. a system, and the second right. is, I know it sounds corny, but just helping people fulfil their dreams for them and their family, and that's what still sure. gets me out of bed today. Sure, of course, absolutely not. I think I think that's a great response. So, I mean, Poolworks, I mean, really had you know tremendous success in Australia, and I, I think it was New Zealand as well, John. You know, what made the organization decide to then expand internationally? How did you know you were ready? Look, we uh, when we started the business back in '92, we always we saw that the industry was disorganized globally. Right. So the globe was was our opportunity. Um, back 10 years ago when the global financial crisis was sweeping across the world, we actually mm-hmm. had done a year of, year of preparation, protected our 
IP in our domain in 15 different countries, uh, mainly hot, rich countries, because they have swimming pools. <laughs> and uh, right. um, we actually exhibited in the Paris and the Washington French for show in 2007, mm-hmm. 2008, saw what was happening with the world economy and packed our bags and went home. But we, we kept watching the US economy. That was our next market. Uh, it's a market pool-wise. It's about six times bigger than, uh, than Australia. And uh, uh, it was time, uh, four years ago, we went looking for a business to buy here as our entry point to, to, to groom and fine-tune our model to make sure it suited the US, uh, the US market. So, uh, yeah, it was always in our radar to, to come here. Right. And, that's great. What you know, I mean, Poolworks John has had a number of accolades, you know, over the years. I mean, you've won, you know, numerous awards. What is what is all that attributed to? And congratulations by all those accolades, by the way. I mean, I think they're fantastic. But you know, what do you think they're attributed to? Yeah, look, I mean, well, yes, we've won of the fourteen hundred brands in Australia. We've won Best System twice. Our franchisees have won Best Franchisees three times mm-hmm. out of eighty-five thousand, and. And Entrepreneur Magazine this year you know, actually ranked us about 130 in the world That's or something great. or other, which was, yeah. it was a big surprise to us. But uh, look, we have uh, five corporate KPIs that we hold dear, but the, the number one, the most important of those is increasing our franchise partner. We call them franchisees, average profit, EBITDAO, mm-hmm. EBITDA plus owners. Increasing average franchise profit every year. Now, not too many franchise systems talk about that and not too right. many make it as their number one KPI. We, we announce it to the group at the start of the year, we report on it at the end of the year, and we bonus our entire support team on achieving that. So, you know, if, you, if your franchise partners are making, uh, are making money and increasing profit every year, then the value of their business is going up and problems seem to go away. That, that's the main thing that's worked right. for us. So, I mean, it's probably, to be honest, there's two things. Is that... And there's our culture, our values. You know, we have five mm-hmm. values and they seem to fix every problem we ever have. And every time we've got a problem, it's because we strayed from our values. So uh, they keep us true. That's terrific. How do you typically describe the the concept of the franchise concept, John? I mean, if you were, uh, you know, at a franchise show and, you know, someone came up to your booth and the typical question is, so what do you guys do? How, how do you typically respond? Yeah. Yeah, look, we're not in the uh, we're not in the pool construction business. We're in the pool aftermarket. So mm-hmm. um, our franchise partners typically have what's called a hub and spoke. They typically have a retail store and they operate service trucks out of the store. So they cater for the do it yourself right. and the do it for me pool owner. And there's there's five levels to our business. Our franchise partners are in retail, they're in service, they're in maintenance, they're in hot tub mm-hmm. sales. And they're mm-hmm. in renovation and remodel of pools, but we don't build them. So there's there's five avenues to 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 generate income and to make profit, and importantly, you're capturing clients poolside and over the counter. So there's a lot of opportunity. That's great. Safety is important too, isn't it, John? You know, I mean, when, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of statistics, you know, over the last couple of years that were, you know, kind of alarming. You know, is is that, um, you know, I guess, you know, they could be dangerous too at times right and i've actually seen you make some presentations on youtube you know talking about this 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 topic but i mean safety is really important to you guys too isn't it yeah look it's huge for us um you know you see some organizations who have their their cause marketing and and you can't quite see the connection between the brand and, and what they're supporting but um you know we, we go into literally um hundreds and hundreds of thousands of uh, backyards in australia new right. zealand and across 
seven states of the US every year. And, uh, um, you know, sadly, uh, the, the biggest cause of toddler uh, death in the US and Australia under five is, is drowning. So yeah. Uh, yeah, we've, been, we've been working for a long time with organisations uh, across the globe uh, to help uh, parent awareness to educate their children right. to swim. And the best cure for, for drowning is to teach your kids to swim early. And uh, we've had of an course. enormous success with yeah. Right. Right, that's something. Uh, you know, there's so many franchises. You know, it, in the world today, John. You know, um, why would would a prospective franchise owner be drawn to a, you know Poolworks franchise opportunity as opposed to you know the maybe five thousand other opportunities out there in the globe? <laughs> well, it Tough is question. hard to. Uh, well, at the end of the day, you know, you you, you wake up at 45 in, in corporate America and you just tell your wife you, you don't want to work for the man anymore, you want to work for yourself. Right. So you go, you go right. searching on the web for all those thousands of opportunities and you know, pretty soon you work out that you don't want to be in food or you don't want to um, you know, work under cars. or so, And all of a sudden, you know, you say, hang on, there's a pool franchise. You do a little bit of homework right. and you, know, you, you work out that uh, there's only, um, it's a massive industry. Uh, in the U.S., it's yeah. increasing dramatically every year. Americans are in love with entertaining in their backyards with friends and mm -hmm. family. It's a it's right. a fun industry. We're not selling pizzas to drunks at midnight or fixing True. mufflers. You know, we're helping people enjoy their backyards and their families and making memories by the pool. And uh, there's very little competition in in the sector. Organised competition. Yeah. You know, there's there's literally only about three or four franchise brands in the U.S. In this industry, it's almost like the industry franchising forgot, and uh, it's that right. opportunity to get in on, on the bottom floor. It's, it's not a crowded market. It's mostly there's eight thousand pool shops in America, and seven thousand of them are Mar and Par independents, and yeah. they simply can't beat like franchising can. That's true. That's a great point. What do you look for in your in your prospective franchisees, John? I know you meet with a lot of them. Um, I mean, what, when you're sitting down with them and you're speaking with them, I mean, what do you typically look for? What types of characteristics are you looking for in your franchise partners? Well, we do all sorts of personality profiling of, of all of our franchise partners over many mm -hmm. years. So you can imagine we've got it down pretty tight as to as to what works and what doesn't work. And, and indeed, you know, we profile every incoming applicant. But to be honest, of the um, 90 different characteristics we look at, there's three that jump out. Um, hmm. The most important of those is your achievement drive because at the end of the day, right. the franchise system and brand will get you 60% of the way there, so says the research, but your right. guts and determination will get you the other 40%. So it's your drive. Um, the other two are you can't be in business unless you're a people person, so your social skills. Sure. And the third and final one, because most of our franchise partners have stores and vans or multi-stores, uh, you know, they can have teams of you know, 20, 30, 50 people. Leadership, mm -hmm. leadership is very important. So those three, achievement, uh, social skills, and leadership. That's terrific. The, the training must be interesting for, you know, your new franchisees, John. I mean, how does that work? I mean, I guess, if, I guess for your U.S. franchisees, of course, they come to, it sounds like they'll come to Texas. And what, what does that include? <laughs> when we started off in the U.S., uh, 
three and a half years ago, we used to fly them to Australia for their three weeks residential wow. training. <laughs> most people, they thought that was pretty cool, you know. <laughs> they of get course. a holiday too. But, uh, of course. Uh, look, we're, we're, we've actually built, um, yeah, like franchising is all about training and, and never-ending training, just keeping right. ahead of the curve, being the best of the best. And, yeah, there's three main areas of our business. You know, there's retail training, there's technical mm-hmm. training, and there's back-of-house training. So... Um, we're big believers in that. We've here in Dallas, we've built the biggest and best training facility in the pool industry in North America. Um, we have a, a retail store inside our training facility, an academy, and we have a whole technical training area with you know, in-ground swimming pools above ground, so you can walk around them 360, bristling with the latest technology. And we run a three-week residential program for new franchise partners. And then all year round, we're running uh, retail, technical, and back-of-house training, residential training for our franchise partners' staff uh, here in, in Dallas. Right. That's terrific. Where do you see Poolworks, John? I mean, if you could look into a crystal ball, you know, over the next uh, five, ten years, where do you see the organization? Well, it's not so much a crystal ball for us because we actually have a ten-year rolling business plan, mm-hmm. uh, and I have day one, and... And we rarely miss that. But um, here in the U.S., as I said earlier, there's 8,000 pool shops, 7,000 are independent. Uh, There's only about three or four of us franchising. Um, Most of those mar and pars simply can't compete with the things franchising offers, supply, marketing, training, all those sorts of things. So a lot of those or most of those 7,000 mar and par independents are reaching retirement age and need to sell their business. Um, sure. It's difficult to sell an independent pool store um, to a, a, an independent person, but it's right. much easier for them to convert and then to sell their business as part of the brand. So a lot of the businesses that have been joining us over the last three-odd years in America are exactly that. They're mar and pars looking to sell, convert to pool works, and then we've got an up-and-going, sometimes 20, 30-year-old business that we reformat into the Poolworks brand and system mm-hmm. to sell to incoming franchise partners. So, you know, we, we our first, uh, we've opened 30 stores in the last 30 months. We have over 200 vans uh, in the US uh, in seven states across the Sun Belt. We're just opening uh, in the Northeast. And uh, it, we'll get to 300 pretty quick. Um, I'd be surprised if we're not doubled in the next nine months and, uh, wow. and then beyond. You, you've been doing this for, for quite some time now, John, you know, so when I have someone on the show like yourself, I mean, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to, you know, uh, buy a franchise, uh, particularly like in, in the service industry, you know, because as you know, as I was saying earlier, there's a lot out there and the majority of our listeners, they're pretty much new to franchising. If you remember, like when you first began and you started researching franchising, that's kind of like in the phase that they're at. What advice would you yeah. give to our listeners then? Yeah, look, um, not so much advice, but the things that um, I went looking for when I started mm-hmm. this business um, 25 years ago, I went around the globe yeah. with with a handful of criteria I was looking for um, right. for my next venture. And, and they probably still hold true today, whether it's me or anybody. And uh-huh. they were these. Um, I went looking for um, a large established Industry. I didn't want to create awareness. That's cost too too much money and takes too much time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I wanted a growing business. I didn't want a dying business, a, a growing industry, not a dying industry. Right. Um, I wanted an industry that wasn't just retail but had retail and I didn't want it to just have service either. I wanted to have retail and service, what we call hub and spoke. Retail's a right. hub, spoke's a service, do it yourself, do it for me. But you can get locked into the four walls of your lease and it's hard to market outside of them. But if you've got both sides, you're catering to a broader part of the market. Um, high gross profit margins. Um, mm. Business is too hard to operate on skinny margins. <laughs> and uh, right. repeat business. What service offers um, is repeat. And the, the beauty of repeat business is that you you don't just look at the one time, but the lifetime value of a client. So, you know, with us, right. lifetime lifetime uh, survival of a client is over seven years. Lifetime value of a client is over twelve thousand dollars. So, when you look at wow. that, what you can spend on marketing to get that client is right. enormous. And all of those things added up, uh, if you can find all of those things in a still disorganized industry or one that doesn't have much franchising, then you, you don't have a lot of competitiveness and you've got competitive advantage. So there's some of the things I looked at and I think they're still current today. That's great. So you had a very clear picture going in, John. I mean, you knew exactly what you were looking for, which I think is fantastic. You know, I find, you know, in doing the show as long as I've been doing it, sometimes, you know, I think people, you know, they don't have that clear picture. And I think as, as you were saying, you probably wrote this down and you said this is exactly what I'm looking for, you know. And, um, you know, we've mentioned that on the show from time to time, you know, as we always say, you know, look towards the industry. I think a lot of times entrepreneurs you know, you can verify this for me, is, is sometimes they think it's about them. You know, it's about their traits and characteristics and they can make any industry work. But that's not always true, is it? Is it? I mean, it's, it's really about getting involved in an industry, like you said, that has growth um, with also those, those high profit margins. That's really what you should be looking for, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and I love what you said, too, that it can't be about you. I mean, the, the moment you believe that your success is about you right. and what you're looking for is about you, you're already devalued your business. Your business has to survive without you. Yeah, absolutely. That's interesting. What's the best way, John, for our listeners to get more uh, information on PoolWorks as, as the service and, 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 of course, even more so, the franchise opportunity? Are there any like websites that you'd like them to go to to check out where they can get more information? Yeah, look, just just go to our fabulous website, uh, we we spent a lot of money over the last two years creating <laughs> what we believe is the best website in the pool industry worldwide. So just pool. It's works. a great website. Uh, pool. Yeah, thanks, mate. It's just pool. P P O O L works. W E R X W E R X dot com. And whether somebody wants some help with their pool or whether they want to consider their career opportunities, you know, our franchise development team are very practical, very friendly, very hands on. Um, after a, a, some initial discussions, we'll either come and meet you, but we always bring you here as our guest uh, on our dime uh, for an evening with me. We go and have dinner uh, with myself and my wife. Uh, culture is very important to us. We right. see ourselves as a family of small business families, and then we have a full discovery day, uh, all, all as our guest. That's fantastic. Well, I've really enjoyed talking to you today, John, and I would really like to invite you back as you continue to grow because, again, I haven't interviewed a lot of 
you know, really people in your industry. This is probably, I guess I can almost say the first out of like, you know, doing the show almost 12 years now, you know, so it's a privilege for me to finally get to speak to you on the show today. And again, I'd like to invite you back as you continue to grow. Well, Marty, you have a great reputation too. So thank you very much for having me on the show. And it was a pleasure and love to any time. Uh, thank you so much for saying that, John. It was a privilege to talk to you, and we'll be right back with more. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. <laughs> 